0: Breaking the Cycle to Step Forward. Authentic conversations from lived experience and a professional perspective in overcoming abuse with Chris Tuck and Beverly Ann.
1: Welcome to Breaking the Cycle to Step Forward podcast with me, Beverly Ann, and
0: Chris Tuck. Hi, everyone. So, we're delivering this podcast from our personal lived experiences as well as our professional perspectives. So, it's going to be an interesting conversation, Beverly. Absolutely. But what's really interesting about this
1: one is we're talking about boundaries, which is a real um, lovely follow on from podcast number three, which was talking about relationship with self and tapping into what's important for ourselves. Because we need to know that. And some people might say what our values are. But if we know what's important to us, then we're able to make choices going forward and put our boundaries into place.
0: So I looked up the word boundary on the Internet just to get, you know, a more defined definition. And it actually said boundaries help you define what you are comfortable with and how you would like to be treated by others. So for me, a boundary for me are my rules, what I will, how I will treat people and how I want to be treated. And it's taken me a lifetime to learn that. And, you know, victim and survivors, individuals that we work with, because they're not all victim and survivors, um, struggle with boundaries. They don't know what they are. And again, we can talk about that in a moment. They don't know what they are. They don't know how to implement them. And they don't know how important they are to define relationships. So do you want to touch upon all of that, some of that? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I think
1: what you're saying about boundaries is really great. And we all have different words. And that's why I love this conversation, because we use yeah. different language. So another from that would be respect in my language and I also see it is it's a place for other people to know this is the line but it's also a place for us to think okay what am I happy with what do I feel safe with so that we can put a natural protective barrier around us which is which can change in different environments so if it's on a one-to-one relationship we'll It'll be different to if we're in a group environment. Mm -hmm. And it'll also be different with our own experiences. So if as a child growing up, and we are going back to childhood at the moment, because you know that's where we learn these boundaries. Or should. Yeah. Yeah. And that's one of the few examples of should that I actually enjoy because normally should is expectations of others. So I try not to use that. Um, but the, the great thing about having this discussion is for some people, they will actually go ping, ping, ping. Ah. But I would just want to say before we start talking, please don't be harsh on yourself. Because as you yeah. said, you've been learning, I'm learning, we're always learning. And without that learning, how do we know? So as a child... When we've come from abuse, whether it be emotional, whether it be physical or sexual, when we've been bullied, our boundaries have been shot to pieces. So people have overstepped. And sometimes we've been unable to set our boundaries and verbalize that back and say, no, enough, or take ourselves away. So I just want to get that bit clear because that's how we learn. And when we know what it's like not to have our boundaries, we tend to respect other people's boundaries more because we know how it feels when our boundaries are questioned.
0: Yeah. Can I just go back, though, just one step? Um, being a child in a happy, healthy, caring, loving, nurturing home, and you're going to hear us say that a lot.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: Those the rules the boundaries um you know be kind to others share your toys um all of that all of that learning that goes on in that kind of environment you just grow up naturally knowing and feeling what a boundary is like but when you're not brought up in that environment where you're being harmed from the different abuses maybe on a daily basis or a regular basis those boundaries those Normal natural learning is trashed, as you were. I'm going to use your words, is trashed, are trashed. So you're almost like boundaries, rules, your expectations, um, or or your um natural learning of boundary, not being harmed, um, to be respected, to be loved. That all comes naturally if it's a loving environment, but if it's not, all of that is gone. So You can see quite clearly how individuals, when they grow up, if they've grown up in a harmful environment, uh, what is a boundary? And and it's almost like you give over to people that are more powerful to you, people that are um, more outspoken, people that demand more of you. You give over all of that to those individuals because you don't know how to put that in place for yourself. And you don't know actually that you can, you should again a word you you don't like but you should be able to expect that for self
1: yes absolutely and isn't it funny how you keep saying the word boundaries and rules yeah because to me when somebody says rules even as a child growing up rule to me meant I had no choice I had no voice yeah you must do this and sometimes as a young person, even if you come from a really loving environment, as a young child, when you say why, because I said so. Yeah. Because I'm the adult, you're the child. Yeah. So yeah. we are getting different messages, even in living, loving environments, you know, when you go to school, because that's what everybody else does. Yeah. Even if you don't feel that it's right for you. So for me, rule and boundaries sometimes felt like you're taking away my choice Mm
0: -hmm.
1: whereas I actually like to think of it the other way okay I didn't like it when you were taking away my choice I now want to have the choice and that is a hard thing to learn how to make the choices again or know that we have that right
0: (laughs) we're going to be having a lot of to and from here yeah but it's good because other people will be you know exploring the same situation Children don't know any different, do they? We don't know. As as a child, we don't know any different. So, as an adult that's trying to teach a child, and I mean teaching in a positive, beneficial way, it's about actually showing that child that, again, a boundary, a rule, a, a, a guideline. When they're growing up, children don't really get to choose. A boundary or rule, especially if it's safety. So, so for for example, don't touch the fire. Yeah. That will be a rule because you don't want a child touching that fire because you know it's going to harm them. Whereas another boundary or rule could be actually you are you can enjoy a treat, whatever that may be. You can go to if you if you be good, you can choose a cinema or you can choose to go to the suite. Whatever it is, you can choose. So it's almost like as a, as a loving, caring parent, caregiver, you are showing the child that there are some boundaries rules that cannot be broken because of you don't want no harm coming to them. But in other areas, you can give them a choice. So you can show them both. Yeah. And this
1: is where, though, I still believe we can set boundaries and rules, but we can explain the outcome. So yeah. they're still making a choice. So for instance, you know, that fire being hot. Yeah. Don't touch a fire because it's really hot. If yeah. you touch it, it will burn yeah. you.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Now, but again,
0: the child may not understand what burn means because they've never been burned. No. and And that's where... <laughs>
1: Before anyone (laughs) thinks worse of me, I'm going to I'm going to share something I did at parenting. So I always wanted to try and give my children as much choice as possible growing up. Right. Now, I'm not going to sit here and say I'm the perfect parent. No, because none of us are. So but my intention as a parent was to do the best that I possibly could. Yeah, them. So if it was about the fire, I would actually put their hand closer to the fire so they can feel feel the heat
0: it's yeah. hot ouch yeah if you
1: touch it any further it will be really hot and it will hurt
0: yeah yeah you know what I mean?
1: so they yeah. have an understanding but a bit like clothes so um you know my son at two was very aware of what he wanted to do and what he wanted to wear clothes wise mm-hmm. and as a parent i you know, you know they're all washed and hung up and all the rest of it so what I would do is bring out two outfits and say, "What what would you like to wear today?" So there's a boundary because I don't want him going through the wardrobe and pulling everything out. Yeah. But we've also got a time. The reality yeah. is, I need to get, you know, we've got to get out for some reason, work. Yeah. And whatever. you need
0: a fully clothed child because it's cold outside. <laughs> Absolutely.
1: <clears throat> but I'm still enabling him to have choice within a boundary. Yeah. Yeah. Trust me.
0: So, yeah, I know exactly what you mean, but there's lots of parents out there that don't do this. It's their way or the highway.
1: Absolutely. But see, I learned that way
0: yeah. and I didn't
1: want that. So this is where yes. sometimes the bad and for anyone listening, because the one thing I really resented growing up, especially as a teenager, was if you've learned this way, you're going to carry it forward. And this is all yeah. about breaking the cycle. Yes. And even then, I wanted to break the cycle. And. As we've said before, even when we have our best intentions, we've got to find the balance.
0: Yeah, yeah. Too
1: much, and we create the cycle in a different way.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you know, parenthood is about learning. It's about evolving. It's about being flexible. And it's about learning from the fact that no one gives you a manual when you're a parent. You 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 are sort almost sort of like day by day learning yourself that these little human beings are your responsibility and you need to bring them up in a way that they can go out into the world, protect themselves and treat others like they want to be treated. But we know that as adults who we work with, that the boundaries, the rules, the guidelines, whatever words you wanna use, that that's just not there for them. And they don't understand how to implement that for themselves. And they also then struggle with their children. So Absolutely. as an adult and as an expert in your work, how would you work with an individual who struggles with boundaries, that struggles with um, self, i.e. they let people take too much from them because they don't know how to put those boundaries in place? What, if I was your client right now, Beverly, what yes. would you say to me? How would you work with me to put those things in place because people do struggle absolutely all the time
1: so last week um, in our last podcast your um, key values or key words about loving yourself was trust love and support you remembered I'm impressed (laughs) (laughs) so I would encourage you to write those down so that every single time you're you know and i'd want you to put them on note sticks at all different places post
0: stick notes
1: <laughs> post stick notes
0: <laughs> but um, so
1: whatever works for you and wherever so that you're constantly seeing those because then when you're thinking about what's right for you so let's give you give me an example give me an example of something where about boundaries
0: what someone overstepping and again yeah. this might be Um, because I've not communicated my boundary yeah but before I used to just give to anybody and everybody so someone if a message landed in my inbox it doesn't matter what time of day or night it was it was I must help that person okay Um, but then in the end I got so exhausted so tired and I felt an obligation there's something in me there's an obligation to help 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 But then it was impacting me.
1: Absolutely. So that message comes into your box late at night and it's Mm -hmm. important that you Mm -hmm. acknowledge. But like you say, you would give, give, give giving and what it does is drain from you. Yeah. So then what I do is I encourage, I would encourage you to think about what options you have that would enable you to give yourself the love that you need and support yourself at, that you need at that time of night, but also acknowledge the others. So we'd look at what options were available and we're going to cut through all of that. Yeah. So, For instance, you know that you want to sleep through the night and have yeah. a good night's sleep to enable you mm-hmm. to carry on for the next day. Because if you're in the best place, you can t- continue to support each other. Yeah. However, you also want that person to be acknowledged. So, one of the things that we'd be looking one of the possible options and this wouldn't be me telling you this would be through your choices would be to have a message on your email for instance if they're contacting you for email that has you know thank you for your message I'm here for you you know and think about the wording that was on it and I can I will contact you tomorrow at between these this time yeah yeah. Because that way you're acknowledging that person. Mm-hmm. There is only so much you can do. You yeah. can maybe give them a helpline for others, but then you've let them know I will come back to you. So yeah. you've given a boundary.
0: And of course I've got that in place now for myself. Um yeah. And then everybody knows where they stand. And also you can come back to it with fresh eyes as well um because you've got more energy as you said now let's just take that example and extrapolate it a little bit to a mum for example which we both are but to a mum that's you know she's got a job she's caring for someone in the family um she's um maybe broken up in a relationship and that's sort of a bit messy but she's living on her own and she's got um children that are quite demanding so she's got all of these demands on her but she's feeling drained she, uh, it could be a, a, a dad the person the caregiver they're feeling drained everybody's taken um and she doesn't know how to put boundaries in place what would you do in that kind of situation
1: again i'd bring it really really simple because there would be lots i'd want to do but it's not about what I want it's about making it so that it's simple and it can be implemented and learned at the smallest point yeah. to enable that person then to understand it and grow with it yeah. because you and I didn't get where we are today just because someone said I'll oh, do that and you go oh yeah got that <laughs> so I'd ask them you know before the day starts what time do you get up And what's the first thoughts that go through your mind? Because that way you're getting someone to check in with themselves. Yeah. And it's something I do every single morning when I wake up. I check in with myself and I find that really important. It's scary and I do and I sort of can hear people saying, oh, I can't do that, can't do that. But actually check in. How am I feeling? Am I feeling tired? Am I feeling lethargic? Am I like, oh, I can't do this day? because it's already heavy so when you're when you're in that place what one thing can you do for yourself that gives you you know five minutes that is yours Mm -hmm. this is something we speak about a lot of the time so you know having a drink whether it be a hot drink a cold drink in a cup or glass that you like where do you want to sit and have that drink well, actually, I like sitting outside sometimes, but I, I just sit by the kitchen. Is there any reason why you can't sit outside sometimes? Yeah. Well, I suppose sometimes I can sit in the shed if it's raining. Oh, what's the, what do you like about the shed?
0: Just, or the rain.
1: Yeah. So often we have these little things, but we, you know, we think, oh, I've, I'm so busy with the day. I can't have five minutes, but give yourself that five minutes because that five minutes, if you get up, check in with yourself, make your drink and then go and sit outside for five minutes, drinking your tea before everyone's up really does help you think about self. And then it's
0: almost giving back to yourself as well, isn't it? It's giving yourself that little bit of investment, that little bit of acknowledgement and that little bit of, no, you are important. Yes. Even if everybody else is taking and they're not validating you, you're validating yourself. Absolutely. So you're starting that
1: journey. And it will at first, for, you know, at, at first, then the days will go back how they have been going back. But in time with support and the correct support and learning, you know, that five minutes will be there. Then there'll be another five minutes later in the day. But then it gives you time to think and take a stop. Hold on, where am I? What's happening here?
0: Because how can I get that five minutes? Always about how can I get that five minutes? Putting your own oxygen mask on so that you can carry on with whatever's going on in your life. Yeah,
1: yeah. Because when we're able to slow down a bit, then it also takes away, because one of the things that we're trying to do always is keep on control of everything. Yeah. The more stressed and overwhelmed we become, the more we want to keep control. And yeah. the less likely we are able to, because we just get busier and busier and busier. And we yeah. actually get caught up into that hurricane. And so yeah. our boundaries, they're not there. And if we're unable to find five minutes for ourselves and put out, own boundary in it comes back to that how can we expect people to respect our boundary
0: yeah and I think also as well if if you've got a lot of demands on your time because of children or elderly parents or whatever it is that you're still dealing with trauma um it's like today for example I'm trying to throw as many examples in as possible I've got EMDR this afternoon so I'm busy up till then and then afterwards i'm not busy because i've had to put the boundary in place that i need that processing time and i need that self-care that help time last week that boundary was broken by an outside external thing that was happening and i allowed it and i shouldn't have done i should have just said you know what no i can't because it's therapy i need that processing time. Um, So this week, it's just like, no, it's not going to happen. No matter what happens, it's not happening. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But again, you've got to be quite strong to put any boundary in place like that. And some people that are in unhealthy, toxic relationships, um, they find it really hard to do that. They struggle with that. But again, it, it is knowing that you are allowed, you have the choice to put those boundaries in place and you have the right for that boundary to be respected but that is all learning isn't it absolutely and that's why
1: I say coming back to that one thing a drink because drink's very important for you so what you're doing you're actually doing several things you're nurturing yourself because you're giving yourself a drink you're taking some time to actually you know think about your environment where you're having that drink and that sounds really important and we dismiss that so much but when we know that we're going to have this battlefield around us because let's be frank sometimes it feels like a battlefield especially when you're (laughs) you know you're dealing with your own trauma and your head's full of everything your body's trying to talk to you as well and it's aching and it's really tired and you've got to find this exhaustion you know being in an A nice environment that you've chosen to go and sit in, wherever that be, if it's in the garden shed because it's raining, if it's in the garden, if it's in the kitchen, if there's a favourite chair, if it's in bed, that's so important. Yeah. And it sounds like it's small, but it's not because the next thing that I ask anyone to do when they're doing that is as they're doing it, think about what they're drinking, taste it, smell it. Yeah. What can you see? What can you hear? How does it feel?
0: Yeah, especially how does your body feel? You know, because when we're rushing around and we're highly stressed, shoulders are up, tensions in the body, and as you said, just taking that five minutes in that safe space for you, whatever that is, you can just go.
1: And when we, when we are able to actually tap into how it feels, and like you say, the shoulders. I mean, I remember years ago going to Pilates. I live my life like this.
0: Relax <laughs> your shoulders, I say to my clients. Just relax. Just, and I'd be like, I am.
1: You know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> now my head, my neck feels like it's even long because my head feels so far away from my shoulders. But yeah. For years, it was like that, and I wondered why I had shoulder problem. <laughs> but so, and we're not laughing at anyone. We're laughing. No. We've been there
0: done that and still do it
1: (laughs) (laughs) so having that cup really makes a difference or or glass or five just five minutes whatever it is yeah and once you've been able to do the five minutes and feel it then you can do it another time and another time and you want to do it more for yourself
0: yeah yeah when
1: you're ready to learn and that's a difference
0: yeah
1: because Learning about boundaries is about learning about ourselves. Yeah. If we're not ready to learn, we won't want to do this.
0: Yeah. But Anyone often, listening... Yeah. And again, I often... <laughs> you go.
1: <laughs> anyone listening, you know, I really would like to say, start really, really small. Yeah. Because it's valuable.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But also, just recognise and hear that you have a right as a human being, as an individual, as I'm gonna say child, adolescent, but especially as an adult, you have a right to be respected, to be loved, to be nurtured, to be cared for, but it starts with self and you might learn, have to learn how to do that. And then when you know exactly what it is, you're comfortable with what you will accept what you won't accept in a relationship with self with parent caregiver with your children with your other half with your friends whatever it is whatever that relationship is how do you treat people how do you want to be treated and putting that into practice and if there is something that doesn't feel right for you Look at how you can change that. Do you want to change it or do you want to get rid of that relationship?
1: Yeah. And you know what? We hear so much around us when we're growing up, and not all of it is bad. So, no matter how, you know, daunting my childhood is, when I look back sometimes, and I will say daunting because I didn't know for years, you know, I just thought it was a normal upbringing, and everybody else's story was. Whereas now I've been able to work through that. I actually uh, can say thank you to, you know, different people. You know, one woman who talked to me about self-respect and what it meant, which was her way of boundaries. Mm -hmm. You know, self-respect is is something that we can give away so easily. Yeah. But if we want to keep it, we have a choice. And when she told me this conversation, it was a real adult conversation. She spoke to me, and at the time, it scared me what she was saying. But in all fairness, it also empowered me. And now I look back and I think I'd love to go back and say thank you to her because it she gave me permission to say no. What did
0: she? What was the learning? What was the conversation?
1: Well, it was actually um, over the boys because I, okay, I, ironically, I came back with a love bite on my neck. And she explained, she said about self-respect and this is the adult and this is the child. Yeah. She said adults give love bites during the height of passion. Well, for me, it just goes, I got this at the bus stop. And for me, I was proud of that because it was normal. Yeah. What she didn't know was what was going on. She didn't know about the abuse.
0: Mm-hmm. But
1: because she explained to me about respect and self-respect and that I had a choice, I suddenly, and she's, Talk to me about um relationship a healthy relationship between sex and making love yeah I then realized what was happening in a boundary that was being crashed and that I did have a choice I was being sexually abused right and with that knowledge I was actually able to the next time just say no oh wow and I say just say no I didn't shout I didn't scream I quietly said no and it stopped mm. and I dealt with the consequences after that yeah. so anyone listening I hope I haven't triggered you but we are we said that we'd be yeah honest in our yeah. conversation yeah and that's there's a lot to say
0: going on in that conversation isn't, isn't there like you know what is sex what is love what is abuse? And maybe we need to start discussing that in a, in a future podcast because a lot of people struggle with all of that. I know I do um, personally and I also find it quite triggering and quite a taboo and quite a shameful topic to talk about. So Absolutely. we wanted to obviously start these podcasts off softly before we yes. get into real insightful and deep and triggering stuff so that will be coming guys so and I know a lot of people have requested that as well they've requested Uh, us to actually talk about that
1: we've had quite a few um requests and also other people that want to join us as well guests, which will really help because I don't know about you Chris for me being able to listen to conversations like this that we didn't have growing up You know, even some people say, well, how young would you allow um, a young person to listen to? Well, I wish I was 10 and I could hear this conversation. Yeah. Which sounds shocking, but it's more shocking for those 10-year-olds that have no support that are going through
0: this. That's going through this and they don't have any knowledge that it's not normal Mm. and that if they were able to speak up, that it could be stopped. Mm. Yeah right so So what how would you like to round off this podcast about boundaries then how would you I've heard what you've said but how would you summarize what you've said so that someone could learn how to put a boundary in for themselves
1: okay well a little tool a tool that I use myself and I have used so post notes post sticks whatever works I've got one that when I was really learning about my boundaries full-time and it says, what does Beverly want? And I put three kisses under it. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And I put my name in it as the third person so that if I was in a situation and somebody said, do you want to do this? Or something was happening it felt wrong, Mm -hmm. I could get that out and look at it and think, what does Beverly want? Right. And let's give a lighthearted look been invited to um, go to a family event okay a family event which has got lots of dynamics going on yeah yeah so the first thing as well do I want to go or don't I
0: yeah if
1: I do want to go however there are things about that event that will make me feel uncomfortable okay Mm -hmm so I do want to go so what do I need to put in place that will ensure that I'm comfortable yeah you know who am I going with how long will I be there where will I be before and afterwards and think about self-care yeah so what does Beverly want and I put three kisses and that's something I still have today around me and mentally I use that
0: yeah so even when you get to an event if there's a dynamic that doesn't sit comfortable it's always coming back to that question what does beverly want right now yeah because do i want change. to stay do i want to speak to that person no do i want to leave and then you've always got choice around that isn't it yes yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah because you can be at an event that you've been really looking forward to going to yeah and yeah. um, and everything's great so for instance i know when i go to a theater i don't want to sit right in the middle of a whole yes of all the seats because yeah. I don't feel comfortable now sometimes if somebody else has got the tickets I will always ask what where are the seats generally yeah but then I have taken myself out before I still want to see the show but I've stood at the back and watched the show yeah.
0: not ruined it for anyone else no yeah
1: but I've made sure that I'm comfortable
0: yeah. But what about yeah. you,
1: Chris? What, what's one thing that you do with regards to your boundaries?
0: Hmm. Yeah. It's just I think just recognizing that it's a way of keeping myself safe, protected, um, and keeps my self care intact. So, like making sure, for example, a Wednesday afternoon that there's nothing else booked in that I don't commit to anything and I just leave those hours that I need to do whatever it is I want to do. Yes. Whatever I need. And yes. it changes week to week depending on what's going on. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And so you're you're considering your boundaries. Yeah. Well thank you very much, Chris, because we always try to stick to 30 minutes as much as <laughs> possible and put as much in as possible. <laughs> so if anybody's got any questions or please, comments or comments, please comment in the box below or contact us and our contact details are there as well and again you heard that we said about people contacting us about things they wanted to speak about so again please let us know if there's something you'd like us to speak about and if you would like to be a guest um, and come and join us for 30 minutes for conversation about a certain subject we'd love you to invite you to be there as well
0: Lovely. Thank you, Beverly. Thank you, everyone. And thank you for joining our Breaking the Cycle Two Step Forward podcast. See you next time.